Hey guys, welcome to Mothering Together with ADHD, the podcast where we prioritize you and your well-being. Here, we encourage you to get support you need to have balance and less stress. Homemaking isn't just about completing task after task after task. It's also about creating a space and an environment where you and your loved ones feel safe, seen, and secure. All of these things take time, and it's really important to streamline and simplify your day-to-day tasks, especially the ones that are less fun, so that you have time and energy for the things that really matter to you and your family, like having time to hang out with friends, or doing activities that light you up and lift up your energy, or being the kind of mom you want to be. Having a block schedule has been a solid time management system for me, and I think it can help you for sure to spend your time with more intention and in a more balanced way. So the goal for today's episode is for you to walk away with some food for thought, some ideas to chew on, so that in time you'll be able to narrow down what types of blocks you think would work really well with your current life, your current needs, your family's current needs. And yeah, that's what we're going to do today. Hey there, it's Kayla, your coffee-loving, cat-snuggling host. Welcome to a place where you're not just a listener, but a dear, dear friend. This is Mothering Together with ADHD, where we laugh, we learn about our brains, and we embrace the beautiful chaos of our everyday lives. I'm here to share stories to inspire and to let you know that you're seen, valued, and even sitting in that messy middle, you are amazing just the way you are. So grab your cold brew, settle in, and let's embark on this journey of motherhood together. All right, let's dive right in today. I really wanna go hang out with my husband after this, so let's just get it done, all right? Block scheduling is a time management technique that involves organizing your day into distinct blocks of time. Each one is dedicated to specific types of tasks activities, or types of work. Instead of trying to manage your day on a minute-by-minute basis or by an event-by-event basis, block scheduling lets you kind of create a chunk of time and you chunk your time into different categories of tasks, making it easier to prioritize or plan or even hopefully stay focused. For me, block scheduling has really decreased how overwhelming my wide open stay-at-home mom schedule was. When I first became a stay-at-home mom, I was like, I know I have things to do, but when do I do them? And like the first week I did it was like, I tried to do everything in day one, like on Monday. And by the end of that Monday, I was absolutely exhausted. My kids were cranky. I was cranky. Like it didn't work. But creating a rhythm where everything kind of gets touched upon in a week has definitely created a very different feeling in my home, and I really want that for you. So let's think about think through our schedules today with some journal entries. I really think journaling and doing self-reflection is the only way that you're gonna come up with something that's gonna work for you. I could tell you from this time to this time, do X, Y, Z, but it wouldn't work for you. So I want you to do some self-reflection today. We're gonna have three journal sections to think about, they're not, it's not three questions. It's going to be like one section. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions and then another section, but three sort of categories of thoughts to think about when it comes to block scheduling. I really think block scheduling is going to be useful for you. I've been able to have it with little babies and now with toddlers. And I am really excited someday maybe to go back to like corporate and see if I can squeeze in 
some block scheduling into a job like that. I don't know. I feel like it would be fun. So for journal prompt number one, we're going to just sort of do a daily inventory or an inventory of your day so that you can get really clear on like, what do you do in a day? So pretty much you're going to, I would give yourself three separate pages to talk about each of these three separate prompts and just sort of jot down, what do I do? What did I do today? What would I do on a more ideal day? Like, let's say today was a low energy day. What would you do on a day with more energy? What would you do on a day with less energy? And kind of feel those questions out. Think about, well, we're going to talk more about energy, but think about the actual tasks in a day that you're going to do. So think about, would you do laundry every day? Would you go get groceries? Would you plan your meals? Would you do that daily? Would you do that weekly? What are those kinds of questions that are going to crop up for you? Also look at the different roles you have. Are you a wife, a mom, a daughter? Think about all of those people that are the lives you touch and that you're responsible for. Are you, do you, are you an employee? Think about it this way and then branch off from that. Like what kind of responsibilities do those roles give you? Um, what, what projects do you have going on? Think about that. And think about maybe what is a time waster for you. I went on a whole diatribe about screen time a couple weeks ago. And for me, that's back at it. So I'm going to have a screen-free week coming up. But think about your time wasters and think about where you can maybe make some, make some small shifts. You don't have to make sweeping changes. Just think it through. Think about it. Take some time to analyze what's actually happening. All right, question area page number two is gonna be all about energy levels. So think about your energy throughout the day and we're gonna do this for the next week. So maybe grab this piece of paper and put it on your fridge and every day do a check-in. How was my energy today? When was my energy high? When was it low? Or if you're like me, maybe set a couple timers and track on like a one to five scale. Where's my energy at on a one to five scale? Boom, did it, move on with your day. And then look at it later on and analyze like, oh, there's a pattern here in the mornings around 10 a.m. I'm tired. And in the afternoons I get a boost and then I'm tired again or whatever, right? Whatever your energy looks like. I say we do this because it's important to capitalize on when you have high energy. Like I want my high energy high energy time to be when I'm like leaning into my kids if I can and the podcast, but that's not that's not happening, guys. Right now is a low energy time for me. But ideally ideally I would have a high energy time for the podcast and a high energy time for my kids and finding those like middle grounds and figuring out what creates higher energy for you is going to be a very interesting, interesting question to ask yourself. So do some brainstorming about that topic, right? Look into when are my energy levels high? What makes me have higher energy? What types of breaks make me jump off and feel more energized? Am I the type of person who takes a nap and I feel more tired or do I feel energized? Do short naps work for me? Do long naps? What, what's the deal, right? It's going to be really helpful when you think about what types of activities to do in that time block if you also know 
how your energy looks and feels. Let's plan next week to talk even more about energy and we'll move on to our number three question. Okay, our number three question is look at your priorities and think about them in relation to time blocking. So for me, I think it's really important to think about your life priorities in a very like longevity stance. I always think about like if you were going to die, like what would your eulogy want? What would you want your eulogy to sound like? It's super dark, but it definitely puts it in perspective, right? Like this life is very short and it's important to prioritize for the long run. Like how do you want, how do you want to show up for this one life, right? And if you don't have time for that, then I did hear a prompt, maybe read a prompt that was like, come up with a five word, a six word eulogy. And that's kind of fun. Like if you only had six words to describe yourself, like that would definitely narrow it down for me. Like coffee would be in there. I would want people to think I was kind. What would you think? What would your six word eulogy be, right? If that's uncomfortable for you, because Lord, I know that I'm a darker soul, right? But if you don't like thinking about that, then you could think about core values and you could look up a worksheet. I'm sure there's eight bajillion core values worksheets on Google. Just Google core values and you'll be able to circle words that resonate with you. And that will help you to know what some of your priorities are and then think about applying that. How are you going to apply that to your blocks of time? How are you going to apply that to your schedule? Are you showing up in the way you want to? And I say this with all sorts of kindness because when I did this at the beginning of summer, maybe I realized I wasn't having dates with my husband. Like we weren't having one-on-one time. And so I was like, okay, well, at least every 23rd of the month, we will go on a date. And we try our best and we are not there yet but isn't that nuts right like my he's like my number one priority obviously he'll be at my funeral I hope he's the one saying my eulogy and yet I'm like not pouring into him as much as I could be right so thinking about your priorities and making sure that your actions are actually matching up with what you're doing with your life And if they're not, then it's an easy thing to identify right now. Okay, I'm not living in alignment with how I want to live. There are some shifts I need to make. Now, don't go quit your job. Don't don't go make giant changes from that. But it's good to know, right? And then you start to kind of work toward your priorities. All right, friends, those are the three things I want you to think about, to journal about, to kind of have in the back of your mind as you go through your day to really chew on them for the next week to really start to think about how am I showing up in my life what do I want how do I want to be showing up in my life and think about that in terms of your schedule and your daily tasks and things like that that said there are definitely going to be some common challenges that come up if you try and make changes especially for us folks with ADHD, we might tend to take things on too quickly, make a big sweeping change and big sweeping changes don't necessarily work out that well. So it would be like a big sweeping change and then maybe 
some ramifications down the road of like you miss some appointments or some things that were in place before got lost along the way. So I don't recommend making huge sweeping changes. Another thing is you might get discouraged if you make small changes and then the second week doesn't go so well. Okay. I know this because we just started school and I literally texted my friend the other day. I'm like, week one worked amazingly. Week two is like laughably bad, (laughs) right? So having a new rhythm and new schedule is hard. And I want you to commit to like making small changes or one or two small changes and sticking with them for longer than two weeks. And I know that's hard. I know that that's, that sounds impossible to a lot of listeners. I know this. And that's where you need to find whatever level of accountability that would work for you. Come to the Facebook group if you need real accountability and we can work together to get you to make small changes that are going to help you really live in better alignment with your, your core values, your principles, right? Okay. Give it time. Give it time. Do not buy a new planner. Give it time. Those are my, that's my advice. You don't need the new planner, even though it's September and Target and Staples and all those places, they smell delicious. I just want to eat them. You don't need a new planner. You don't, unless you do, but I don't think you do. All right. Before we go, I just want to talk about what we talked about. We talked about how important block scheduling could be for you, how it might make a difference. We talked about journaling to figure out what blocks could fit into your day. We talked about the benefits of aligning energy and your priorities with your blocks. And yeah, I think it's time to start. I think it's time to start making small shifts to your schedule to create flexible rhythm and routine. Next week, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into energy and taking productive breaks that are going to help you. And thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, I'd really appreciate it if you'd head on over to your podcast player, wherever it is, leave a rating or an honest review, subscribe to make sure you don't miss next week when we talk about energy. And that's really one of the few times that that I hear from listeners. I don't know. It's not like social media. I don't get people like liking my stuff or whatever. I get to see how many people listen and that's it. (laughs) So if you want to give me feedback in any form, then go ahead, leave a review. And I would love to hear what you think of the show, things you would be curious to hear more of. So that would be very helpful. I want you to know that I see you and all the effort that you're putting in today. Even if you just got out of bed and you're not wearing a bra, even if your best today is throwing the kids in front of the TV, even if, even if, even if, I see you and I know you're doing your best. And I think that's awesome. So keep going.